0: Hello LA Kings fans and welcome to episode 53 of the Kings and as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you for joining us, episode 53, in these tough times. We hope you're staying safe. We hope you're taking care. We hope you're social distancing. But thank you for tuning in, joining us, taking the time, joining us for episode 53 of the Kingston, as always, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, before we get started, don't forget to check us out on social media at the Kings Den, THPN. Me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. The Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube. We're starting to get more YouTube footage going in this time where we have more time with everything going on over on the whole network. And don't forget to check us out on Patreon for just one dollar. You can find all our exclusive bonus podcasts, which now includes Thursday episodes because we, as you guys know, we are only doing one episode per week right now, just on Mondays. Some some podcasts around the network are still doing the thursday episodes they're going right to patreon so check those out for just one dollar on patreon at the hockey podcast network okay episode 53 still a lot to discuss there's still a lot going on, even though there's no hockey, there's still a lot to discuss. We will have our guy Isha from the Soda Pod joining us on this episode once again of the Kingsend. We have a lot to talk about with him, about what's going on, but we're going to touch on it as well. We've touched a lot on about, of course, this crazy time going on with coronavirus, COVID-19, still living without sports. It doesn't look like we're going to have sports for a long, long time, like we've discussed, but it's so amazing to see, in my mind, how everyone's adapting to no sports, how everyone's Bringing on new challenges, trying to figure out ways to to bring the content to have, and I've talked about it before. I want to go it more in depth about how creative players and fans and teams are getting. And I've talked about it, but the Kings streaming their games, like on on NHL Twenty, streaming the games, playing them. But the way they're doing it is just so incredible. What the LA Kings are doing, how they're having, how like they, they're still doing it with all their media members. They're still doing it with John Rosen and Carolyn Bath, and they're having. They're having players Skype in for interviews between the periods of the Twitch games and stuff. It's pretty incredible the way they're doing it, how they're getting everyone involved. Because you see some teams are just playing the games on Twitch, but the Kings are bringing up another level just by using all their all the resources that they can with the media members. Because the media members miss, miss it as well. They miss going to the rink every day. They miss talking to the players. I'm sure the players miss it as well. I know I've been on the side like as a university athlete where sometimes interviews you kind of don't want to do them. But, like, I'm sure the players are missing that aspect at some point as well. And good for the LA Kings to be getting the players involved on the Twitch streams. It's been very cool to see, very awesome to see. It's incredible to see that the Kings have kind of run away with the Twitch game. You see, I know other teams are doing it as well. I think the Hurricanes are doing it. The Phoenix Suns are doing it in the NBA with the Twitch games. But to see the Kings doing it the way they're doing with the media members involved and getting the players involved for, like, for between period intermissions. It's very cool to see, and it gives you a perspective of the players and catching up with the players as well because we don't get to see much of them during this time. You get to see the bigger names like Kopitar in the conference call last week. You get to see some other clips. You get to see there's a clip of uh, I follow and Carter sending each other toilet paper the other week. There was a clip of Ben Hudden and his dog playing the other day. So, But you don't get to see much about the Kings players, so it's good to see everyone getting a chance in these Twitch streams and it's just cool to see the Creativity some of these teams are coming up With but I gotta give all the props to the kings for Coming up with all those Ideas because it, it is incredible To see and it's Very cool to see how much They're like how involved they're getting with It and how they're getting everyone involved And it's so cool to see Not just not just this but other ideas that are coming out of everything you see so many people are getting so creative with videos and such right now and some of the things that like like what the nba is doing right now is incredible like the nhl should follow this as well and that is the nba has a twitch tournament going on on nba 2k but with real players playing the games like kevin durant's playing the game uh draymond draymond green is playing 2k they're all their nba players playing 2k against each other and having it online for people to watch that is incredible that is a way to get to keep sports going in this time where we don't have sports and it's fun it's entertaining for fans they like to watch it so if they can keep that going that'd be incredible I'm sure they're doing the first one right now I'm sure there's gonna be more and people are just finding so many ways to find out cool things to do it's incredible to watch and like there's so many different ways you can do it like there's even there's even people I see it's not really sports related it is to an extent some athletes are taking part in it but like see people playing virtual beer pong online is incredible like it's like that's something that you wouldn't think of but then people are just finding new new more and more ways to figure out how to put how to produce content in this time and it's incredible to watch it's very cool to watch you see the NBA is also discussing to have some sort of twitch tournament or something where the players are playing horse like that's incredible that's something that you wouldn't think of if they can find out a way to get that done that'd be very cool i know the nba is working with espn to try to get that done and that'd be very cool to see for the nba and for fans to watch because that's it's ideas like this that keep the fan involvement going in this tough time with no sports of course with the whole coronavirus thing going on and such we don't know when we're going to get sports back it's going to be a long time it's going to be a long time we know that and there was some talk about sports being back the other day we'll get to that in a second but just to get back to the NHL for a second there was more coronavirus positivities or well not positivities I guess but more players on the Ottawa Senators tested positive this, this week so there's been I think 8 or 9 players now it's all been been between the Ottawa Senators and the Colorado Avalanche and I have to say again it has been so incredible that the LA Kings haven't had a player test positive The last professional game of the four major sports was the Ottawa Senators in L.A. against the Kings. It is truly incredible that the Kings haven't had a player test positive for coronavirus yet in this, in what's going on. It is truly incredible if you think about it, like, with how fast coronavirus spreads and how easy it is to spread it. And the last game played was between the Kings and the Senators. It's incredible that a Kings player hasn't got it yet or at least it hasn't been announced but I like I think they would have announced it if they did have one so it is truly incredible that the Kings haven't had a player test positive yet it's true it is it's it's incredible it is but that's just it's we'll see what happens but it's awesome that the Kings haven't had a player test positive yet we'll see what happens we hope there's no more players or coaches or staff testing positive around the NHL or anywhere for that instant but we'll I guess see what happens and now like i just said there was talk about when sports are going to be back who knows and there was a big conference call yesterday we will get to that in a second but before we get to that i want to tell you about our friends at cool hockey since 1999 coolhockey.com has been the number one online Source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey Stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM and hand-stitch them in their 1500-square-foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all of their products. Cool Hockey staff will live in with hockey and it shows in their work find out why coolhockey.com is the number one source for nhl hockey jerseys online cool hockey is committed to providing every customer with a high quality product that is hand-stitched by professionals since cool hockey does not outsource any jersey for customization that means their jerseys can be customized and shipped to you faster than their competitors and cool hockey jerseys and customization is officially licensed for both the nhl and the nhlpa they take pride in making you just look like the players on the ice check out our friends at www.coolhockey.com And now, I don't want to get too political, I don't like to get too political, but there was a big conference call yesterday, that that should be discussed, between all the commissioners of all the major leagues around the four major leagues, and of course MLS, NASCAR, everything, all the commissioners were involved in a conference call yesterday with President Donald Trump. And I don't want to get too political, but there was some interesting tidbits to come out of This conference call, including that Trump believes that the NFL will start on time. First week of September is usually when it starts. There are, there's training starts around like late July, mid-July, late July, and then preseason games in August, and then the season starts first weekend of September, usually. That, in my mind, that's hopeful right now. But it's, there's not a high percentage in my mind. It's tough. This is going to take a long time before we get full stadiums. And Trump said in the conference call he believes he also believes or hopes to have stadiums full by August. That is going to be tough. Uh, Just honestly. like Maybe we'll have bigger groups by then, but I don't think we'll have full stadiums by then. It's it's a tough... That's tough. It's going to take a lot. I honestly think that the NHL and NBA seasons are done. I think just save it for next year now because it's going to be a long time before we have full stadiums again and you talk about fans playing or the teams playing in fanless stadiums but that would just I get it but that's just not the way I it would just be wrong almost there was that there was a baseball game a few years ago between the Orioles and White Sox that had no fans because of riots going on in Baltimore and that's just it just wasn't right to watch that it was weird and it'd be weird to watch hockey games basketball games everything in playoff like atmospheres with no with no fans that would be weird. That would be wrong. As as much as I I want sports back, as much as the next guy, but I don't think that will happen. I just having that would be so strange, and also like the it's just it would be so weird to have that. I think that they're done, but like Trump thinks that they're gonna have sports back sooner rather than later. I don't know. It's gonna be very very tough, but he says he hope. But President Donald Trump thinks that Stadium Center arenas will be. Back by will be fully cleared by August or September, but it is unclear if medical experts find that as a realistic timeline during the whole pandemic. That was tweeted by Adam Scheffner, of course, the NFL analyst, and that's it's true. Like it's so tough to predict what's gonna gonna go on right now because the numbers are just skyrocketing with coronavirus along or everywhere in North America, and it's just it's so tough. And actually, in the report that came out yesterday after the conference call Trump recognized all the he told the commissioners that he recognized all the good work being done by all the teams and players to care for the communities and the fan bases during the outbreak but then the governor of California Gavin Newsom he addressed that he doesn't think he doesn't know if he thinks the NFL will be back by September he says the governor Gavin Newsom said said, when it comes to 80,000 fans in a stadium, I'm not I'm not anticipating that happening in this state. And he went on to say, it's interesting. I have a lot of friends that work in Major League Baseball and in the NFL, and they've been asking me, in fact, a well-known athlete just asked me, a football player, if he expects to come back. I said, I would move very cautiously in that expectation. He also went on to say, so look, I'm not here to second guess anybody, but I'm here to say this. Our decision on that basis at least here in the state of california will be determined on the facts will be determined by the health experts will be determined by our capacity to meet this moment bend the curve and have the appropriate community testing and appropriate on whether on whether it's appropriate to come back or not and right now it's i'm just focused on the immediate but not but that's not something i appreciate i anticipate happening in a couple months and it's true i have to agree it sucks But we have to agree that's it's gonna be a long time before we have big crowds back. It's gonna be a long, long time before we have big crowds back. But we'll wait and see. It was a very interesting conference call. What came out of the conference call between Trump and the commissioners? It was kinda strange news to wake up to Saturday morning seeing that, hey, there's gonna be a conference call between President Donald Trump and all the commissioners. That was a very interesting thing to run into and see, to wake up to and see, like, huh, really? Why is that a thing? But it was, it happened, and some some good came out of it. Some more just stuff to talk about, which was nice. But like it was just interesting to see that he thinks there's going to be sports back. And he's like, last last couple of weeks he said, "I don't want to get too p- political again." But last couple of weeks he said, "Oh, uh, Americans going to be back to work in a couple of weeks." And that's not going to happen. Like we're not going to have sports back for months. He is now coming back on the sports thing, saying maybe August or September. But who knows? It's going to be tough. And back to the playing in empty stadiums. If players are going to play in empty stadiums, like the players aren't really social distancing themselves because they'll be playing right beside each other. They'll still be playing hard. Like they're going to be right beside each other. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's going to be a long time before the NBA is back, before the NHL is back, before anything's back. And it's sad, but it's the reality that we're living in right now. But nevertheless, a very interesting conference call between the commissioners and President Donald Trump yesterday. And now we got to move on to the king's jersey bracket challenge that we've had going on for a while we're down to the final two but before we start that i gotta tell you about our friends at puffy mattresses rated america's most comfortable mattress puffy provides ultimate sleep to thousands of customers nationwide the puffy mattress is an all-foam mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief low density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the bed's cradling support which balances comfort with proper spinal alignment. Check out our friends at www.puffy.ca. Okay. The King's Den Best Kings Jersey of All Time Bracket Challenge. We are down to the final two. Thank you for participating in the final four. And it's a matchup here in the finals that I didn't really think of. We are off to the finals. The original purple and gold narrowly beating out the original Gold and purple. So the original purple and gold the 1998. Original purple and gold jerseys in the finals against the current grey alternate. The Saturday alternate, the grey one that they wear, that the Kings wear on Saturdays, that beat out the original black and silver Raiders jerseys. So three originals were in the final four. The two main ones, the gold and purple and the black and silver, out. Original black and purple against the current grey alternate in the finals of the best Kings jersey bracket, of the best king's jersey of all time bracket challenge thank you to everyone that's participated i'm looking forward to seeing who you guys will vote on for the winner this week in the king's bracket challenge it's been a lot of fun seeing what you guys think and i thank you guys for taking part and we are down to the final two i can't wait to discuss the winner on next week's episode episode 54 of the kingston now with that all being said we are going to get isha from the soda pod to come join us here on the king's den. it's always fun talking to him we have a lot to talk about because of everything going on with coronavirus so now please welcome isha from the soda pod once again to the king's den. and now joining me once again on the king's den here is isha from the soda pod isha how's it going buddy
1: pretty good man just in isolation i was just telling you before we started recording here I'm one of the lucky ones because I'm staying in beautiful Union Bay, British Columbia, um, which is a little bit outside of like one of the main towns, Courtney. And my buddy has a three and a half acre property that he's like still developing. So there's a ton of work to be done, keeping us busy. And it's just so beautiful. Trails in the back for mountain biking, uh, railway tracks that I can run where it's just, there's nobody around. So doing my part. And uh, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better isolation, although I do miss our sports. I do miss hockey.
0: For sure. Absolutely. That sounds like an unreal setup because you get to, you're not working, but you get to help out around the property every day. There's lots of space to get your workout in. You don't have to be around people. You can social distance. That's awesome. But yeah, of course we're missing our sports like crazy. I think we all are.
1: Yeah, for sure. But like I said, it's, it's the best scenario that I could have uh, drawn up for everything going on here. And it's, it's crazy when all this stuff, stuff broke out, I was still living in Victoria and kind of had to make that split decision. It's like, do I get out now when I still can or, I waited out and potentially be on lockdown in this city. And I was like, mm, yeah, fuck the city. I'm out of here.
0: I yeah, for, yeah, for sure. That's drove
1: three hours North and um, you know, couldn't be happier.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's a good call. I had my two weeks, two weeks in isolation, but I'm back at work now and it's a grind, but like got to do our part, right? It's still an essential service. So I got to, got to be working on the construction site.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we thank you for that. But uh, what, what have you been <laughs> up to keep, what have you been doing to stay busy? I mean, other than now the 10 hour days back at work.
0: Yeah, well, before that, I like I did a bunch of stuff for the podcast. Obviously, I had the bracket challenge going for the podcast that we'll get to later on. But during that two weeks, I didn't do much. I went for runs a little bit. I had I I had like I had something on my body I had to deal with, so I had that was some time to recover. What that was nice. Played a ton of video games over the two weeks. I'm like <laughs> not a big video game guy, but I'll go like on two or three week stretches, and that's like I feel like all I did for two weeks is play video Dude, games. That's also, so funny. I know, but I also uh, got some stuff done for the Canadians whenever that nice. starts up, but yeah, it was, it was a good two weeks despite not, not working. It was good.
1: And and he's referring to, for everyone listening to the Vancouver Canadians baseball club, which in my opinion is and no offense, Vancouver Canucks, but it is the best sporting event in Vancouver. Like it's insane. how You guys sell out every single game. Like I can't buy tickets through the Vancouver Canadians. I have to buy them. Um, you know, uh, aftermarket tickets because they're just such high demand for them. And it's, Man, I, I don't know if, like, we don't have probably time for this on this podcast, but I did, like, a crazy sports weekend uh, a few years ago with, with the boys, and we hit up a Lions game on Friday. We took Saturday off, did a Whitecaps game on Sunday, and then a, did a Seas game on, on Monday. And this, the Seas game, even though we were hungover as fuck after a whole weekend of just partying with the boys, I, I even ended up buying a car that week. It, like, it was nuts. The Seas game was still the, uh, the highlight of the weekend. And, oh, man, Tri- was it AAA baseball? I mean, it's, it's the best experience it, here. It,
0: it was AAA baseball. Now it's short season, single A, just 76 okay. game seasons. But it's the absolute best. I love working there. It's kind of up in the air when I'm going back this season because I usually go back around this time, like mid-April, mid-May area. But don't really know what's going to happen with that because of the whole coronavirus thing. Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, you're right. It's the best atmosphere. I'm so lucky to have the press box at the top and at Bailey Stadium as my office during the summer. It's the best office so I could ask for. And I can't wait to be back whenever that is.
1: Speaking of gaming, like, I actually sold, like, my PlayStation and everything a while ago just because mm-hmm. I, I didn't use it. It was basically for yeah. Netflix, um, and I wasn't ever a huge gamer. Like, when I was a kid, I fucking loved Super Nintendo and, like, mm-hmm. Mario World, and, and even, yeah. like, when GameCube came out, I loved Smash Bros and stuff like that. But, like, yeah. nothing really online except, and you're going to laugh because it's, like, 0 to 100, like, a total 180, but, like, Counter-Strike. Okay. I, man, like you said, you went into a week. I went hard trying to get out of silver in Counter-Strike again. I watched like three major tournaments, like three hours long. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I'm not even like super into gaming, but the play-by-play and the the broadcast for Counter-Strike is honestly, it's it, it's up there with professional sports. I'd say their broadcast team is better than half the NHLs. It's yeah. insane. So it actually was like taking notes on like some of their play-by-play watching fucking Counter-Strike is, it's hilarious. Yeah, it, Crazy it, times.
0: It, it, yeah, it is. It's funny watching like, gaming broadcasts it, they're it's really funny, but good like, yeah they are really good and it's like almost the way of the future like even before coronavirus like esports was kind of taken over but now like esports can still happen right yeah, now everyone like everyone can do but, it
1: from home they don't have to be in an arena like yeah, obviously that, ex- that exactly ticket sales and it just helps the game but they're doing million dollar plus payouts anyways and these guys are under contracts it's yeah. insane like counter-strike players man they signed three-year deal i think they're all three-year deals but some of them are like up to like nine mil a season. Like it's yeah, insane. It's,
0: yeah. It's crazy. And like, speaking of video games, just shout out the guys around the network play. Yes. Switching their tel games. That's awesome to see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go check it out on YouTube. Every Thursday, there's going to be a, you know, a devoted since NBC can't do their NBC uh, Thursday night hockey. Yeah. The boys at the hockey podcast network are going to be uh, playing some NHL and then doing some fun play by play over. I told them like, Jordy and I do play by play. Anyways, we got to jump in there and do yeah, one of their games. Absolutely. Man, it'll be hilarious
0: absolutely well that was the one thing that was the first topic i wanted to touch on with you actually is how teams have adapted in this crazy time like playing their games on twitch and such like the la kings obviously are doing a big part of it i know the phoenix suns and NBA are doing a big part of it but i wanted to talk about like i was just talked about it earlier on the episode like the kings have taken it one step further they're playing all their games on twitch still but they're like all the media members are involved they have oh, players awesome. they have they have players from the kings doing like the uh interview between periods like via Skype it's sick to see so it's like what do you think about all the teams that are adapting in this crazy time
1: well I love it and I like especially how the the Kings who you know didn't have the best season but are that have instilled a bunch of hope for their fans with these young prospects and especially with their final stretch I mean the last time we talked yeah last time we talked the Kings are fucking killing it yeah um I think it's good to keep that momentum somehow and obviously like the older market isn't really going to dive into this, but let's be honest, the, the Kings market is predominantly people in their mid-20s to, to early 40s, like that that range, and, and people with some money, and I'd, I'd have to imagine that a lot of them play NHL, or who at least would be interested in something like this. The Minnesota Wild are doing a similar thing. Now, I think the Wild themselves are, are hosting something, but I do know that. Uh, the lead editor for the SB Nation's Wild Blog, oh, something Wilderness. For some reason, I can't yeah. think of it off the top of my head. Yeah, you told me um, before. I don't remember either. And he he's doing an amazing job, and he's taking the initiative to do it himself. So every you know, obviously, um, the season's over now for the NHL, uh, officially, unofficially, whatever schedule-wise. Today, yeah, yeah, it's over today. Yeah. Um, But he's been taking initiative and and simming the games. Um, Anyways, and, and I think the Minnesota Wild ju- – maybe they, they're not doing it separately. I th- actually, now that I think with the Minnesota Wild have jumped on and have supported him and SB Nation, and they've kind of collaborated and, and the Wild have been promoting it. So that's really cool. And I know, like, Michael Russo from The Athletic has been taking a step further with his podcast and, and with other articles and really getting players aboard and – whereas before his podcast he would get players on every now and then but it was mostly like coaching staff uh, people in and around the game and now he's getting direct interviews from players and they all know him and respect him so the content is awesome like the last one was with Zach Parise and it was just it was so open like he was literally playing NHL with his kid while talking to Russo so giving him like just stories and like literally like play by play of what I'm doing with my kids now in in everyday life Alex Stalock who's an absolute beauty and he's voted uh, by the players of being like just the funniest guy in the locker room and like, you know, the best guy to have as a roommate. Cause it's never a dull day with Al. His, his uh, hit with Michael Russo was awesome. And usually they're about like 30 to 40 minutes long. I think his went over an hour. Cause oh, that's awesome. R- I love Russo that. asked him literally during two questions. He talked for an hour and a half. Oh, I love awesome. that. That's yeah.
0: awesome. I love when conversations happen like that. When you think you're going to have a guy for like 20 minutes and they go for like an hour. It's like at that, at that point, they're almost like a, a co-host at that point. Like it's awesome yeah. to see. It's Absolutely. awesome when that happens. Now, with adapting, here's a question, because I've seen both sides of the fence on this. Do you like watching old games
1: that people are showing or no? I wish I did, but I just, I, I like sports because I like picking a team. You know, even if it's not my team, any sport sporting event I watch, for some reason, uh, whether it's the jerseys, whether it's the name of the player, whether it's home broadcast, yeah. good or bad, mm-hmm. I, I end up just choosing a team to follow. Now, like for soccer and uh, and like Premier League football, like I don't like, I follow Chelsea because that's my dad's team, but like I don't really have an allegiance. So any game, like I love watching yeah. premiership soccer. I'll choose a team just based on what I'm watching. I'll go all in and just like... Because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, for but sure. Watching old games, if I know the outcome, I, I honestly don't care. Now, I'll watch extended highlight packages to just study players. Like I've watched... Mm-hmm. I've watched a ton of full games and extended highlight packages of like yeah, Pavel Burry's sure. time with the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Am I going to go watch a playoff series against them? <laughs> no, probably not. And I hate that because I always thought when I was younger that I'd be that guy old who was older and be like, Oh yeah. Like buy the DVDs or the Blu-rays or whatever the, I guess just downloading them online, yeah. of like the SBN classic basketball games and stuff. And I still do. Like I've watched a ton of like, like Larry Bird series with magic and stuff like that. But, as far as hockey goes, I just can't do it. And maybe it's just because I'm too into the hockey world and I just, I know, I, I know how everything's played out versus basketball.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm kind of on the fence because like there are times where like you watch the game and you don't remember oh, this happened or this happened. You don't remember exactly. the big, you don't and remember you the appreciate big appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. So like last weekend, Sportsnet played the game, the borough school, game seven against the Blackhawks. Oh, yeah. And Sportsnet, I, I love Sportsnet, but like there, there was a, a couple problems with it, I won't lie. But also like, MLB's reshowing showing games that I love. Like last night, I watched the uh, Encarnacion walk-off home run oh, in the 2016 yeah, yeah. wildcard. Because what people, I don't know if people know this about me or not. Like I love hockey, obviously, but You're a baseball is a off. Oh, first. I'm a baseball yeah. <laughs> guy. Yeah. So like, and then opening day happened while I was in isolation, and the MLB played games across every single platform they had. Yeah, you were
1: tweeting about that. Yeah, yeah,
0: so at the same time, I watched my two favorite games ever, which is game six of the 2011 World Series and the Batista Batflip game from 2015, that crazy game against Texas. So, like, I love it, but but it is getting to a point where it is kind of getting old already. Actually, I'll say this one thing quickly. like, People know I I cover the Kings, but I'm in BC as well. I'm close to the Canucks, like you are. And one of my best friends is a Flames fan. And the Flames posted today that they're going to replay the... 2015 series oh, against no. the Canucks and my buddy tagged me in it saying hey here's another game for you to rewatch." and I was uh, like okay this is not the point where I'm over rewatching games man
1: that was uh, and that was so devastating because like yeah. I know the Canucks didn't have a great team that year but they made it in because the Kings shit the bed yeah and the flames caught a little bit of fire and that fucking Michael Furland single-handedly yeah. shut down the Sedins and Burrows oh. and Bieksa the old farts on the team and it was just yeah it was the worst series I've ever watched. Like, I've never been so disappointed with the Canucks.
0: Well, you don't deserve to win a game seven when Lucas Spiesa scores your goal in the game. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I forgot Spiesa was on. Lucas Spiesa scored, scored, like, the goal for the Canucks in that game. So, like, it, that's just not
1: it. I will give him props. He got minutes in Winnipeg. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't he really did, have yeah,
0: anybody Yeah, <laughs> Because well, Winnipeg had zero defense this season. It was horrible. That oh. guy with the long hair. And Lucas Pisa, and that maybe <laughs>
1: That's like they had just some guy with long hair. Yeah, I Lucas don't even Pisa. remember
0: his name, some Finnish guy. I can't believe but, Pisa yeah.
1: was a first round pick. I guess he did like throw his body around when he was younger, but.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was wild. So, yeah, it's so cool to see how teams are adapting and doing different things. And such. And I think the it's hard for hockey, but like just one more point about teams adapting like the new set of the ideas the NBA is coming out with, like that's pretty incredible i don't know if you've seen but the nba is doing a twitch tournament like bracket tournament with actual yeah, yeah. with actual players playing the games like kevin durant's playing
1: and they'll have the them Nets. mic'd up and video yeah them, like, yeah then that's good content because like well nba players let's be honest they're just they're characters right they're, yeah absolutely. the nba is the show and all the players of the you know the characters of the show where the nhl is a little bit different we yeah, i mean we're all sure. hockey fans we know that the nhl is a little bit more conservative mm-hmm. You know, like, even the walk-ins for the, the, the NBA. Like, yeah, there's a dress code that, that David Stern, um, that, that he implemented, like, way back. But mm-hmm. let's be honest, it's, pro- like, it's so loose that it's become a fashion, so- fashion show for the players. And, sure, hockey traditionalists who probably follow basketball probably roll their eyes at it. But I love it. I love I when too. Russell Westbrook walks in with fucking <laughs> fishnet pink shirts. It's like, yeah. what the hell are you yeah, doing, man? You're just rising ratings and you're making us you know, laugh.
0: Did, did you see the uh, the NBA, like, main analyst, Adrian Wojnarowski? Did you see his tweet That what else the NBA is working on with ESPN in these trying no, times?
1: No, I mean, I saw he was tweeting today, uh, but I didn't, so, I, didn't, I didn't get into it.
0: So this came out yesterday, like, late, late yet, like, yesterday afternoon, I think, is a lot of players have, like, courts at their house, like, built right, in their right, house right, with yeah. all the money. So the NBA and ESPN are trying to get, like, a virtual horse tournament going oh, on with God, NBA players, awesome. which would be sick. That'd be awesome. That'd be great content.
1: Man, the NBA, they're honestly killing it. And I know this is a little they bit of a right turn. And we, we will get back to hockey. But, yeah, what but, they're doing, true. but what they're doing even with VR right now. Have yeah. you, have, um, Dylan, you know, the, the yeah, yeah. co-manager of the Hockey Podcast yeah. network, he got he has a VR set. And mm-hmm. we watched, and talking about rewatching old games to tie mm-hmm. it back in, we watched the, the Raptors uh, win their championship with VR. Mm-hmm. Jordy. This is the future, man. You literally sit courtside. That's the so It's HD and yeah. almost 3D. So if you're behind, like, and you can move. So you can be, like, courtside here mm-hmm. or you can move behind the net. And, like, the ball will come, like, right, af- right at that's you. That's so you know, they They miss it. And that's the future, man, because you don't have to pay for courtside. It's better yeah. than TV. And you're right there. And they're starting to get live um, VR cameras in oh, various stadiums of the NBA. Could you imagine with the national so hockey sick. league, if you're sitting behind the bench <laughs>
0: oh, that'd watching be an awesome. NHL
1: game, and then you have the option of like moving back a few seats or, or, or you know, some people like the nosebleeds. Some people yeah. like being hi- high up. Um, that'd be sick. that's the future, man. Now the NHL probably has a long way to go since right now they're just implementing, uh, like advanced analytics and like in the pucks, <laughs> yeah, for example, for, for sports gambling. But yeah. man, once the NBA tightens up and, and really implements this, uh, you know, without any bugs is obviously there's going to be some trial and error. Like this is going to be amazing. So I have to, I have to give the NBA props, even though like, you know, Ryan Whitney likes to joke about the league and, you know, some of the the players with their money. And, you know, sometimes the personalities are a little too much. I mean, I'm not a fan of how the players control the teams. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think there's a lot to learn from the NBA uh, for the NHL in regards to just marketing and just getting the product out a little bit more.
0: And when you think about it, like VR almost works the best for basketball.
1: A hundred percent. Because b-
0: because cause sometimes people. Like hockey fans will say, like, oh, front row is not great because you can't see like all that. You want to see the whole whatever. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Same and, with and football. Same yeah. with football. Yeah. Like f- football and baseball, you're a little far away. It depends on the stadium yeah. and baseball, but it depends, right? In basketball, you're right there. You can see everything. And when you mentioned the VR and sitting courtside, the first thing I imagined that I would want to see in that is that old clip from like 07 when Shaq was with the Phoenix Suns and he had Hell to yeah. and he ran and he had to like go for a ball in the court and all his teammates ran. Away, imagine sitting there VR for that. Yeah. that'd be hilarious.
1: It's so cool, man. And I mean, fighting too. I mean, the UFC will get in on it and boxing oh, too, right? Sick. Yeah. I've wa- I don't think the UFC's done it yet, but the boxing has because I watched a couple uh, on the yeah. VR too. And you just because wa- you can either you have your spinny chair, so you just like spin in three sixty, or you can just walk around the fucking ring yeah, and watch so like sick. every angle of it, man. Yeah, I- I'm a huge like before sports. Actually, I was really into martial arts, like traditional mm-hmm. uh, like Shaolin Kung Fu and some Jujitsu and stuff. Mm-hmm. So UFC was my sport before i dove into hockey and i can just oh i'm just waiting for dana white to open up that uh oh, that corridor.
0: Well, actually i'm gonna i we will get back to hockey in a second but one but quick ufc point i saw today that uh you uh, that uh Dana White and Vladimir Putin have come to an agreement where Khabib can come to the States. No so that, way. That, that fight is still going to happen later this Fucking month. Fucking
1: rights, Dana. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause I was freaking out, man. This would have been like what the fifth time that the, the, the yeah. fight was canceled. Yeah. So I think Khabib's still fighting later this month. I mean, okay. From like, say the humanity point of view. And like, we were talking <laughs> yeah. on this podcast, yeah. like we are, we, you and I both are really doing our part to nail this in the butt. Not only. Yeah. To get sports back, but just, man, to just have just a Just get summer. life back. Yeah, we want to a get summer. Life back. Exactly. Yeah. And then people are dying every day. day. Let's And especially in the states. Oh, man, some states are just so ridiculous right now. Oh, yeah. New,
0: New York hurts to see right now. That's well, like, and
1: even some of the southern states, like some of their governors yeah. are just now coming out and saying, yeah. oh, this can be passed on through asymptomatic people. It's like, <laughs> yeah, are yeah. you fucking kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, but anyways, ba- back to the UFC and from a sports angle, like it, it, Dana's going all in and he's still hosting fights. Yeah, And if he's staying true to it and getting Khabib over, like may not be good health wise. And I don't necessarily agree with it a hundred percent, but the, the, the sports fan in me, the UFC yeah, fan in him, he's like, let's go fucking rights. We need to get this fight over with. Khabib needs to beat the shit out of Ferguson so we can end it all.
0: Absolutely
1: absolutely That's crazy putin's yeah, getting involved now man yeah. Holy crap! and now
0: let's get back to hockey not kings related but we did have some unfortunate nhl news this week when rangers prospect keandre miller was on a oh. zoom conference call you i was working so i didn't see that much of it but i know that there was a commenter that commented racial racial slurge at keandre miller obviously there's no place for it in the game what did you think of man, it i was it?
1: i was disgusted like yeah devastated I, And maybe because I live in a smaller secluded part of Canada where Mm. we're multicultural here to a certain extent, but it's not as, it's not as prominent at the States. It's true. And it's
0: unfortunate to see, because we do, even in, even in places where it's better, like where we live, it's still, there's still racism, which is unfortunate.
1: Well, and I just moved to a smaller, a smaller town. And I don't think there's anyone of, I think I'm the, I'm the brownest person here, I think. So like, (laughs) no, but, but honestly, and and the culture out here is a little bit more like quote unquote white trash and, and whatever. So, just coming from like a more multicultural Victoria, British Columbia um, you know, you from the Vancouver area, you're, you're mm-hmm. surrounded with, you know, a, a huge Asian population, East Indian. Mm-hmm. And then obviously and okay. in, in, obviously indigenous, cause it's, this is, this is Canada yeah. me growing up in Northern BC. I'm very close to the indigenous communities mm-hmm. and especially here on Vancouver Island as well. But let's be honest, there's not a lot of African-Americans in this mm-hmm. part of our country in particular, Ontario, a little bit more, Alberta, a lot more. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard for me to grasp. And that's why I just had such a, oh, just a disgusted reaction. I mean, and it's, it's warranted because what, what happened was disgusted. Yeah. But it was more like, I didn't believe that someone would, would just do this. And and what they did wasn't just constantly saying different racial slurs. They just smashed the enter button with the N-word over and yeah. over again. And was, what was so sad about it was his face because he could see the chat right yeah. next to him. And and, he's, and the, the woman, obviously, the interviewer didn't see it because the New York yeah. Rangers organized the, the Zoom chat and mm-hmm. she's still asking questions. His eyes are just like, Looking back and forth to the screen, and it's just, man, like there's obviously like this is all, this is all obvious stuff. There's no place for that in hockey, and it's just like, it's just sad. It's sad, and that person just is sick. And and the kid's like, he's a kid. He's He's twenty. He's twenty years old. Like he's not even. He's not even. And and I hate to even say this, but he's not seasoned. It's not like he's taken a lot of abuse. It's not like he's from an older time where, I don't want to say they accepted it, but they had more. They had more of an armor, and they—they they were, you know, his probably is the the older generation were prepared for that. I mean, Willie O'Ree, he took so much shit paving oh, yeah, the way for, sure. for Afri- African American hockey players in in the league and just sports in general. So there's no place for it. whoever did that is a piece of shit. They're obviously unhealthy. Yeah. I I do think the Rangers took a little too long in making their statement. It was mm-hmm. what like eight hours after the yeah. fact. Yeah. Um, and, and where sure I. I I'm 100% positive that they reached out to Keionger right away and and kind of showed support for the player behind the scenes.
0: But the statement went
1: faster. Yeah, in regards to the market, the statement was short and sweet, and I liked it. I had nothing wrong with the statement, but a statement like that could have been instantly tweeted, right? For sure. And and props to the National Hockey League for coming out and also um, making a statement about it. I just think the sooner it happened, the sooner it could have happened would be the better. Because I don't know if you know this, Jordy, but... New York, the New York Rangers fan base is a little divided blue and white too. Now, New York yeah. is predominantly, if I'm not mistaken, a blue state, but they have a few outspoken players on the team and Tony D'Angelo, who's a massive Trump supporter and who I don't think is a bad guy, but likes to play it up. Let's be honest for, for recognition, for the likes to be yeah, polarizing for sure. But now to bring in a young 20 year old who obviously, I mean, I cannot, and I'm yeah. not saying African-American players or, or people don't support president Trump. I know that I know some who do. Yeah. for sure. However. Politics don't align in that sense, especially when kind of when stuff Absolutely. like this happens. So it's just it's just a melting pot. And with all that said, I think the Rangers should have come out sooner with a statement.
0: Yeah, for sure, I totally agree. And maybe like I didn't get to see it like other people did, but maybe like have some awareness of the comment section for the woman that was doing the interview. Right? You said it was a woman, right? Yeah. I, I, I just didn't want to get it confused, man or woman. But it was like you can see the comments as well. Like try, like I know it's a very tough thing to like try to. I guess, like, I, I don't really know how to describe it. It's very tough to, like, bring it up. You don't want to. But, like, you can see the kids struggling with seeing that. you got to try like, to like, do something Like, say something. About something it.
1: Like, close the chat and just yeah. be like, I'm really sorry about this. Yeah. Because like, it was mid-question. And so maybe she didn't have the chat open and, and yeah, seeing it. Sure. I don't know. Yeah. But I, if I was in your position, I would have just stopped the question. And be like, Keandre, I am so sorry for what's going on right now. If yeah. you want to end the interview, let's do it now. Or let's just close this chat and, we'll, sure. and we'll, we'll figure it out. I just don't think it was handled properly.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I totally agree as well. And you brought up president Trump. We do have to talk about him in a second oh, yes. because of the news that happened yesterday, but just came to me. I want to ask you one more thing quickly. Cause we see zoom conferences happening with players and stuff like that. How cool was it last, last week and early this week, the zoom conferences in the divisions between the players. Oh, I, I thought that it. was
1: awesome. I talked I about it last it. week. I thought it was awesome. I love the one with Ovi and Crosby and yeah. P.K. Subban. Because P.K. Subban, I mean, whether you like him or not, he's a polarizing figure. I think he's For hilarious. Sure. And I like what he's done. He's, he's smart, man, because, you know, Like I'm one of the only black players in the league. Mm-hmm. I am an outgoing type of personality. That's how I'm going to market myself in the league. And he's not the player he used to be. Now, if P.K. Subban was even, like, a fourth defenseman, I still, like, a fourth-pairing defenseman, or sorry, like a, like number four defenseman. I still think he would be just as big as he is now based on his marketing. The yeah, fact that, he's, sure. that he was and still is to a degree, a superstar that's icing on the cake. So I loved his interactions with O V and Crosby. And then uh, a couple of them are bland just because again, like hockey players aren't that big of personalities, but it's mm-hmm. cool. when they like bring in their kids and you get to see that like, yeah, these guys aren't big personalities because they're a lot like us. They're, uh, you know, sure. small town Canadians who are yeah. homebodies, you know, Pretty, you know, basic nuclear families. And I know no family is perfect. No family is nuclear. But you know, you know what I'm saying in that sense. Sure. I watched the one with Zach Parise and, and uh, Blake Wheeler. And, and I think Jamie Ben was involved too. And Jamie Ben being originally from Victoria, British mm-hmm. Columbia. It was cool to kind of uh, see that as well. And just jumping on what you said earlier in this conversation, it, it's cool to see that the NHL players and teams are still trying to give fans content and keeping them involved rather than just a broken promise of, we're coming back. We're extending our dates because let's be honest, Jordy, the season's done and I don't even think there's yeah, going to be a Stanley absolutely. Cup this year.
0: Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think the season's done as well. I completely agree with that. I think... I don't even think done. there
1: should be a Cup this year to be perfectly honest yeah. because if you're, no, you're going to dilute it, it's yeah. not the same and there's always going to be an asterisk behind it. Whether, you know, like... Whether the players respect the, the team who won yeah. it or not, it doesn't really matter. It, it's not going to be a full seven-game series all the For way to sure. the Cup. So Yeah. Did,
0: did you see... That kind of tweet or I guess, stat going around that the Leafs won the Cup in 1918, and then the next year World War II happened. The <laughs> Blue Jays won the World Series 92, 93, and then 94 the MLB strike happened. Oh man! And now the Raptors won the championship in 2019. Wow! And now sports are over in 2020. Like, God damn it, Toronto! I know, right? What a curse! But oh j- just get back on the Zoom conferences. I think they were awesome. I love the two Pacific division ones yeah the, uh though the kings one it had Kopitar, and then it was uh flurry kachur and Getzlav. and it was hilarious and it was great because like it's three older guys with wives and kids and kachur is just sitting there doing nothing He's like i got no workout out coming at home i got my girlfriend that's it that's all i, I got, got my, i got my ps4
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so it's pretty funny to see that oh, but yeah get is such a character like i can't wait to hear his hit on spit and Chicklets because like I've yeah. been a huge Getzla fan for a long time, and I've I've hated the Ducks. Being you know a West Coast oh, yes, guy, for sure. yeah. couldn't stand the Ducks. I guess that doesn't really make sense. Being a Western Canadian, yeah. I haven't been able to stand the, the Ducks. But um, I know his history with the Hitmen is pretty cool. When I lived in Calgary, the, the mm-hmm. Calgary Hitmen of the WHL. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a god to them,
0: for and sure.
1: uh, man, the stories that come out of uh, that, that came out of him in junior hockey, and uh, that I'm sure are going to come out on Chicklets. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, he
0: he's got he's got his wife. I think has four kids dogs two dogs and then he was building chicken coops
1: out of during this Have you time seen, well, burns has just been hunting man like he's yeah out it's hilarious. In the bush, i saw he's like at some cabin in north i don't know exactly where it is but like somewhere north because it's like it looks like it's yeah. pretty cold where he's at and he's yeah oh, I- oh man i couldn't i can't wait to see burns on one of those uh those conference calls because he's he's such a character and obviously from minnesota perspective every like he fit in so well with like just minnesota yeah, culture sure. out here yeah K- kitcher
0: said uh one of the questions was, "What teammate would you rather be? Would you want to be isolated with? And what teammate would you not want want, want to be isolated with?" And Kitcher said, "I wouldn't want to be with Joe Thornton because that guy is like a kid. He's got he's got ADHD. He must be going nuts at home oh, right now. I, I <laughs> it was imagine. hilarious. Well, that guy's a gamer. He just he For just sure. has to win absolutely." At life. And <laughs> uh, Kopitar to that question said Doughty for both of them because he's hilarious. He's a beauty. He's funny, but sometimes you'll look at him and you're just like, what the hell did you just say? It was pretty yeah. funny. Kopitar's answer. Or to like that question.
1: when did you last shower?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So now let's get to kind of the news of the day yesterday, which was, it was kind of a weird news to wake up to that. It was random. The, I, no. Yeah. And we don't want to get too political with it, but this is sports news that yeah. very random to wake up to, but, Yesterday, President Trump had a conference call with all the commissioners, almost all of them, and not just the four major sports. He had MLS commissioner, of, uh, Dana White was part of it. He had all the commissioners on just a conference about the about sports and the way it is and
1: stuff like that. And did you catch any of it yesterday? I, I just read a little bit of, of it. Yeah. Um, I haven't yeah. heard it all yet, but uh, I've read a, a few articles uh, prior to talking to you here. I'm not as versed as you are in it, but I I did get the drift. And basically what I took away was like Trump was hes confident that sports are going to come back in August. And again, I don't agree, man. I no, don't think not so. at all.
0: So I said it from the beginning, and this is horrible to like think of. Cause like, obviously people don't want them, but I said if Trump gets the NFL going by the time it's supposed to, he'll get reelected.
1: Oh. That's horrible. To and say. you're not, and you're not wrong. It's not I, even horrible because...
0: because America is football. Yeah. And if the NFL starts on time, then there's a, then there's a good chance, but he believes he said in it that he believes the NFL will be back and he believe uh, on time and he believes that stadiums will be filled by August and I just I just don't see it happening as well. I don't see Ugh. hockey or basketball coming back. I don't see like I should be watching a Jays. 10 a.m. first pitch right now, and I'm not. And, like, uh, I don't think we're going to get any sports back for a long time. That's sad to say. And I don't think that we should have sports with no fans in it.
1: Well, it either. shouldn't be a priority when we have a fucking health crisis. <laughs> Absolutely. On our and, 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 what, we've Absolutely. already lost more than a million humans to this and it hasn't even yeah. peaked yet? Yeah, Man, it's like, there's wild. so many more things that are important. And, uh, like, again, we don't want to get political. I'm I'm half Canadian, half American, so I do have a little bit of stake in, yeah. in the U.S. election. And I'm neither – I'm neither red or blue. I'd say my, my ideals and morals probably align more with the democratic, but I I like to place myself in the center and pick and choose, you know, what, what applies to me and, and, and my life and and those around me. But there couldn't have been a worse leader of the free world to deal with this crisis right now. Like to, to Canadian politics, I'm not a huge Trudeau fan. However, I'm glad that the liberals are handling this versus what, potentially Andrew Scheer could have done yeah, because absolutely, I agree. she would have not been prepared for this. At least the liberals are, and especially provincially like British Columbia, where we're at, we're, we're doing an outstanding job and our health ministers, man, she, she could run the free world. She's she, unbelievable. She has got to get
0: like the order of Canada after this, right?
1: Oh, a hundred percent. She's man.
0: killing it. She she's absolutely
1: killing it. So like, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy that all this is happening in the air of an election and I don't think Joe Biden is is a good candidate at all for the Democrats. I, I think there's a there's a lot, there's so many better people. Like I'm not going to pump Bernie's tires. I'm not going to pump. Uh,
0: yeah, we don't want to get too political. here. Yeah,
1: but, I'm, yeah. I'm, and I don't even care about giving my opinions on this platform. I'm just yeah. saying like he, whether you are red or blue, whether you like him or not, he is not equipped to handle this. Mm-hmm. And it blows my mind. Some of the, the decisions that are being made about this. And it's crazy to think because I agree with you hundred percent. That's playing the game because though I, I'm not a fan of president Donald Trump, he, in regards to just going back to his election, like I, 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 I applaud that he played the game, right. You know, he, sure. he took advantage of a need that uh, a large population of people wanted down South and he played, he, he played the cards, That's right. True. And he won fair and square now yeah. fair and square is maybe uh, a little kind <laughs> of, is maybe blurring the lines <laughs> a little bit with it, with all the Russian yeah. shit that went on in Twitter, but you know what I mean yeah. on a big level. Yeah. And it, and so going back to your comment, full circle. If he gets the NFL up and running, I mean, in in the climate we're at, that's that's playing the game for sure. Absolutely,
0: I'm like crazy to think about. It, Holy it shit! Is. You should make it, a
1: poll question about that.
0: I should, yeah, I should. I should. Yeah, I know it's it's crazy to think of. And like you, we didn't get the whole. We don't get to hear the whole conference call. It was just what what news we got out yeah. of it from reporters and stuff. But the governor of California responded to the call about the statement about whether he believes NFL will be back or not with stadiums filled with 80,000 people. And he just said, I'm not, I'm not anticipating that happening in this state. Uh, He said, especially California. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Gavin Newsom's his name and he just goes, it's, uh, he basically said it's not going to happen. He goes, I have friends in the NFL. I have friends in MLB and even players don't think that they'll be playing by that time so it's yeah, well, like it's said, so back, sad to think of but it's so yeah. wild to think well, even of. back
1: to back people to california, gotta get right? healthy first yeah well in california too they're on total lockdown they got like Humphreys on the street same with arizona yeah like, if
0: this
1: it's thing wild. hasn't peaked yet how do we think in august
0: yeah and it's, it's just sad. gonna be gone and we're gonna have everything back it's gonna take a long long time
1: well put it this Jordan, bc ferries and then a lot of people yeah. listening in la and, and minnesota they don't understand but yeah I live, on, I live on an island it's right next to where you're from B- yeah I, I live
0: 10 minutes from the ferries. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there you go. So BC Ferries is a provincially um, funded uh, ferry service that services up and down the coast of British Columbia to Vancouver Island and, and a lot of the Gulf Islands. My, my, room, my former roommate at the time, he, he did tech with them and he, he worked uh, on projects and stuff doing programming. And when he was set home, he's, the provincial government and the federal government had a meeting with all, all the employees and said, prepare six to 18 months of not coming yeah. back to the office.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy.
1: And BC ferries, I don't know if you know this, um, they've stopped some of their routes. So
0: yeah, I saw that the other day. Yeah.
1: Insane, man.
0: Yeah. I was talking to a friend who works in the office for BC ferries and she said like, yeah, it's, it's wild that that, that's what they're dealing with at the office right now is routes are being shut down. It's less ferries and it's crazy, crazy to think of.
1: Well, all the employees, I mean, I dated a girl a few years ago who, who was a a deckhand and she, she actually does like, she steers the boats and stuff now. And Mm. All the employees had to go into quarantine just because of yeah, obviously that's being in that essential yeah, service sure. and having to serve all those people.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. The one one positive about <laughs> the about and if, about sports maybe not being back for a long time is you on you know I'm a big Patriots fan. And we'll Ugh. never and will never get <laughs> to see Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. I hope we don't get to see that.
1: Fair enough. Fair I'm not a huge like I'm Canadian, and people roll their eyes and joke with me, but I just, I'll support the CFL until I yeah. fucking die. So I'm <laughs> yeah. a Lions guy first, yeah. but, uh, but that is that is funny, and uh, yeah, you made me laugh.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, one last topic I do want to talk to you about is we've been doing the Kings Bracket Challenge for the best jersey of all time. I've been putting it together. I've been putting the Yeah, I got it up here. I've been putting it. At, I've been putting it out at the Kings Den THPN. I haven't put out, out. I haven't put it out yet, but we are down to the final two. We are down to the final two. It's kind of a surprise. The polls just ended this morning. It's kind of a surprise. The finals are the original black and purple jersey from 1998. That beat out the original gold and purple. And that's taken on the current gray alternate in the finals, which beat out the original Raider black and
1: silver, which is crazy to think of. But that is the finals. I I cannot believe the black and purple made it. I know. I can't either. I can't ugl- either. And, and even the logo is ugly
0: as shit. But it, hey, it's what, <laughs> it's what the fans voted. It's not yeah. on me. I just put it out there. I can't believe that the current gray alternate beat out the Raider jersey mm. in the black and silver.
1: You know what? I I, I can. And, and I think it has a lot to do with just the logo. Because yeah. the logo on that jersey really completes it. Obviously, sure. we have the Gretzky connection to, to the other one. Yeah. And it's more of a simple look, like color-wise, like yeah. black and white. And it's slick, don't get me wrong. But personally, Jordy, I love the gray. And I love the new LA logo so much. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I I love the gray as well. I was just kind of shocked because I thought it might be like the the current alternate gray is like kind of new. I thought it might have been like a nostalgia factor, uh, factoring into the gray and silver. And it's kind of like the Gretzky era people refer it to. But I thought like what a final matchup we have here in the original black and purple against the current gray. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. No, it's been a lot of fun to have the fans taking part in voting on it and stuff. And it's it's been cool to see what they think. I am I was shocked, but a little upset that the Burger King got knocked out in the first round. <laughs> that jersey stinks, but I thought people would have gave it votes, but I think it got one vote in its matchup.
1: That's hilarious. No, it's cool to see, like, Twitter can be a pretty toxic place when sports are going on and when, yeah. like, elections are going on. Yeah. But in the midst of a crisis... It's cool to see that people are actually just supporting for the most part. Yeah. Taking away the fucking Keandre Miller hold yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, people are Twitter's kind of a better place. People are doing a lot of these polls. Um, they're doing a lot of, you know, reaching out, support and, and then just incredible. and just engaging in, in normal conversations about life and you know, keeping everyone's spirits up. It's not as daunting as it as it is when sports are going on. Do you agree? Yeah, for sure. I totally agree.
0: And there's been such incredible content to come out of yeah. it. It's almost like people are coming out up with more ideas in quarantine than they were at regular work. Like Dude, it's TikTok crazy. Like,
1: is fucking pumped oh, that there's that there's yeah. a pandemic.
0: Yeah. And like, oh it, my
1: god. That, that
0: new Drake song was truly was just made for TikTok and nothing else. But wow. it no, it was it's insane, man. Like TikTok is on a roll right now. Like if you're buying stock, buy it in that. I know the stock market's crashing, but if you're buying stock, buy TikTok. But it's like it's crazy to see all the content coming out of it, and we've had great content around the network, but it's just everywhere as well. People using their abilities, using new challenges. There's been endless number of crazy trick shots we've seen, like golf shots that we've well, seen. Well, music
1: it's, too. I mean, I yeah, I've been true. so enthralled in sports and managing this network and and learning the Minnesota Wild. Uh, the Instagram fan base lives team. we're seeing with the DJs yeah. are incredible. Well, and I've, I'm a huge music. I've, I don't know if you know this, Jordy, but like I'm a music guy first. Yeah, actually, I've been seeing before, it. Well, before I even got into sports, like in high school and right mm-hmm. after high school, like I played in band. Man, I paid my rent in Calgary playing three shows a week with a band. Like yeah. music's my thing, and I've kind of not fallen out of love with it, but fallen out of touch with a lot of like the mm-hmm. new music and stuff out there. Like I still, For you sure. know, stay in touch with like Anderson mm-hmm. Pack and you know and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. I've really like did a deep dive into like some of the old tunes. I started like a community playlist, which you yeah, can I find it um, yeah. if you if you just look up Isha Jeromey on Spotify. At the the playlist called Holy Cow. Basically, every week I'm taking suggestions and adding them to the playlist. So I mean, I love all of that and everyone's creative sides coming out too. And as you know, as an artist first, um, I, I love seeing that. So it's it's bringing people together, and I think we're we're all we're all fighting a common enemy, which I think is it's crazy to think about because in and, you know, we were both young, but I still have a lot of memories of 9-11 and, mm-hmm. and kind of how the world played out after that. And it was, it was hard for me being, you know, half American, half Persian, because yeah. I was kind of stuck in the middle yeah, of like, for sure. I, I, you know, being pulled politically and, and socially in different ways. But, and the enemy was obviously like the Middle East, whereas now the enemy is something that can kill anybody at any time and, mm-hmm. and just staying home, you know, doing, offering content to people so that they can feel comfortable at home and, and not live in fear i think is is really important and it is really something special that we're seeing you know humanity it's not all lost it's not all lost and i'm really glad this network has built a solid community where we can do the same
0: yeah we sure have i completely agree and people say like they're bored at they're bored at home which i get because like all you're doing is sitting at home but you have all the time in the world create content create something put it out there even though you're not that kind of person you can still do that
1: make something put it out there you know I know it's hard and it's, and I don't want to like devalue that at all. Cause everyone has the right to feel anxious, depressed, and just yeah, for feeling sure. like enclosed in. I get it because it, it's a change to our natural pattern. Like if you yeah, look at it absolutely. just from like a biological lens, it's it's humans adapt, but it, change isn't easy for humans. I can tell yeah. you, I can tell you that firsthand. So oh my God, yeah. I get it, but also take a step back and realize that, you know, our grandparents, you know, even our parents had yeah. to, had to face a lot more like my my dad's an immigrant he had to escape a revolution
0: yeah for sure
1: you know we got it pretty easy with the with video games with Netflix, sitting on the couch and being able to connect the way that we can right now because like man when when when, I, when my dad escaped iran it it took him a week to even get in contact with his family before he landed in fucking mexico where he yeah, started his life sure. so like yeah. just take a step back and, and just appreciate that though this is a trying time and it's going to be hard mentally for a lot of us we can get through it and we're all together.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like back in the day, like it was hard to contact people. Like now you have all, you can contact anyone with like, any, there's so many options yeah. to contact, and you have your phone, you have Zoom, you have FaceTime, you have everything that you can use, and it's truly incredible. That's another thing you should buy stock in right now is Zoom because that is through the roof as well. Everyone's <laughs> using Zoom like we are right now. It's yeah, incredible. I'm, I'm
1: sure it fell after the Rangers thing, but <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe or yeah or like not
1: to make light of that. But yeah, yeah, you yeah no, no, you're to,
0: right, you're right, you you're right. To it's get true. through true. Hardships. You do, you do. Yeah, well, yeah. This has been incredible. How, do you have any, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um I had something but Did you
0: see? Actually, get it back to jerseys for a second. Did you see <laughs> that that concept uh Vancouver Grizzlies hockey jersey going around Twitter yesterday? No. it Oh, was, I gotta see it. oh I gotta it was sick. It. So it, it was like it was like someone made it and it was like the uh uh teal color Vancouver Grizzlies on the side, but it yeah. it, it had Hughes 43 on the back. Oh and it, was boy. Like, and it was like the Grizzly logo on the left shoulder, and then the Canucks skate logo on the right shoulder oh, but if but sick. in but in grizzlies colors it was oh, unreal send, send,
1: send it to me i, I want to check sick. it out so it two awesome. things two things i want to conclude yeah. with. first yeah. if you all want to hear a rant about coronavirus and what you <laughs> and why you should stay inside go check out tales with tr a hockey okay. podcast hosted by former national hockey league first round draft bust terry ryan <laughs> um bust. i mean hey he admits it his book's called yeah, tales from a first round nothing Ah, uh, the hockey podcast network produces and publishes his podcast, and man, he's been he's been bringing on some amazing guests, some of ah, uh, you know, some of his boys that he's developed with and played with throughout the years. But throughout pretty much every intro, he just he does a little deep dive in like how he's dealing with coronavirus and how uh, Newfoundland is is you know responding to it. And man, it's quite frankly, it's fucking hilarious. I listen to it on my runs, and sometimes I'm like out of breath, and I'm because I'm just laughing so <laughs> hard at it. Yeah,
0: he's hilarious. It's he's been awesome. such a good he's been such a good addition to the network. Having having like all thirty one podcasts for every team, but then having having T T R around, having the new house of hockey girls around, having Ice On Elixir has been so, such amazing additions to the network. It's been awesome to see.
1: And we're hoping to bring in a, a fight-based one soon, who oh. already has a huge following, so there's a little okay. bit of teaser. We're working some things out and we're, uh, we're hopefully going to get him part of the Hawks Podcast Network family. Um, one last thing I was going to ask you, sir. Yes. Since, you know, you, you are in the Vancouver market and yeah. this doesn't necessarily apply to the Kings nor the yeah, Wild yeah, yeah. in particular, but... We're talking think, everything here. Who do you think deserves the Calder? Cale McCarr or, or Quinn Hughes? And I don't want... Quinn Hughes. Like, I, Okay, well, is that, is that fueled by Vancouver bias? I want to hear why. It, it has been so incredible to watch him this season.
0: And I don't think you can even for me, like, yeah, I'm in the Vancouver market, but I also have friends that no one played with Kale McCarr. So I know how good he is as well. And he's an incredible talent. I know that both of them, McCarr, well, uh, the thing that I will give McCarr credit for is like, he battled injuries this year as well. And he yeah. still put up the numbers, but I think like, I've obviously watched Quinn Hughes more, so it is maybe a bit of bias. But to watch the things Quinn Hughes does on ice is absolutely incredible. No one can.
1: No one can skate like him.
0: No, no one can skate no like him. Can. No, not even McCarr. And like you saw it, like it was like around a year ago now when he made his NHL debut against the Kings, and it's his first NHL game. I know this. This isn't like this season, not the Calder season but his first NHL game he passes it to himself off the back of the net and sets up a goal like it was one of the sickest things I've ever seen and to see some of the stuff he does on the ice seeing a full season of him is just incredible and that's one of the other other points that I've seen online is it is so sad that we're seeing like such talents just kind of going to waste for lack of a better term right now not just in hockey but in all major sports like like we don't get to see We don't get to see Pedersen and Hughes play right now. We don't get to see Drysaddle and McDavid play right now. The big one, from like, we don't get to see Mike Trout play right now, and he's like the best baseball player of all time. We don't get to see Vladdy and Bo do their thing for the Jays well, right now. To, it's, to jump it's sad on to see.
1: Yeah, well, to jump on that, Jordy, what about some of the older and I'll throw it back to Hockey in Minnesota. That some too. Of the old Some of the older players who, like, Miko Koivu, this yeah. was his last season. Yeah. You no, know, and for he sure. wanted to go out on his own terms. Now, this fucking sucks for him. Yeah. Now, he may want to come back again, but I, I, I strongly believe, based on what I've read and, and what I've researched, that this was the season where he was going to go out in the sun, sunset. And man, they were one point out of the playoffs. So could you believe Miguel Koivu got into a playoffs <laughs> Yeah, that would be matchup, awesome. Even but... if they lost it, lost in the first round, but at least you know he would have been able to go out on his own, own terms and go out competing. This must just be devastating. and oh, so confusing for, for players sure. who are just on the brink of retirement going now do I ramp it up in an off season where there's so much uncertainty and come back in? Cause it's going to be hard for them to get back into Absolutely. NHL, NHL rhythm, even if they have a, a bigger off season. So mm-hmm. that's, what's really sad, sad for me on that end. But to jump back onto uh, McCarr and Hughes, before we close out here, I, I agree as well. And I'm taking the Vancouver Canucks bias out of it. I think McCarr is a, an incredible player and probably one of the best young defenders in the league all around. I wouldn't say Quinn Hughes all around is the best mm-hmm. defenseman. But like that you said, Quinn Hughes can do things that no one else can do. And I think those are kind of like underlying, uh, factors to this argument. Man, he's, I have never seen a better skater since, uh, Dennis Savard. Yeah, honestly.
0: Absolutely. And, and
1: when I watched him play in college, when, uh, right before he was drafted, uh, when I was doing the old stick and rink podcast, Dylan and I were watching all the young, um, all the young de- de- defender prospects that could have potentially be drafted into the league because we were covering Vancouver Canucks at the time We were like, "Hey, well, they're gonna choose a defender this year. Let's see who's the best option." Saw Noah Dobson. Uh, saw that um, that Swedish kid that uh, uh, that Chicago drafted. Saw them all. As soon as I saw Quinn Hughes skate, I was I I left that's my done. I left my seat, man. He didn't yeah. even score, and we weren't even watching highlights. We were watching gameplay, yeah, and I was blown away. Yeah. Blown away.
0: It is so incredible the things he can do on the ice. And it's so, like, I'm so excited. Like, obviously, Jack's kind of struggled in his rookie year, his younger brother. But I'm so excited to see the the third one. Who's a defender the as, as well. well. Yeah. So, I like, a uh, Luke, I believe his name is. So, yeah, I'm excited to see a third to his brother. And going back to your point of, like, the older guys and how, like, this could be there. How about, like, he's not really, like, he's on the second half of his career. But how about Tukarask just saying, yeah, I might retire. That's might Be it. Like, what do you mean? Dude, right that's now? insane. Bro. Like, yeah, I'm just
1: going to give up now. Like I, I was like, what the hell? Man. Yeah. I don't like, know. I don't know if that was just for likes or retweets or whatever the yeah. case, but that, I mean, that'd be devastating. And but yeah. like Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah. True. It's another, like he's still got, I think he's still got a year left on his contract, but like, yeah. ah, man, like, is he really going to put his body through that much pain? And yeah, um, some of these older guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's something I, I want to keep monitoring and, and maybe like try to get in touch with at least some of the representatives or, or writers who are close with them to just kind of pick their brains on it. I mean, yeah, for as sure. far as Minnesota, I've reached out to some people who are close, as close as you can get to Miko Koivu, who is a pretty closed off guy. And just yeah. kind of being like, what are his thoughts right now? And maybe right now they're still really preliminary, but man, as the summer goes on, I mean, for he, sure. he's a legend in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And that's a sad thing to see. But like, also like think about it, like look at Joe Thornton. Like, yeah, was he going to come back after this year? Like, who knows?
1: I mean, he's a nut bar, so maybe. But, you know, I get what you're saying. I, I,
0: I was so into him getting traded back to Boston. I was so sad oh, that didn't happen because I would have been sick, actually. But, oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, this has, been a, this has been a lot of fun. This has been good. We've gone for almost an hour, which is incredible. I love, I love just talking the shit with you. It's, there's so much to talk about when there's still no sports going on.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, we've done we've done a few of these throughout the season, and they they all you know they all seem to play out the same way. Yeah, I got like three topics, probably like twenty minutes, and I just know I'm like Jordy. <laughs> yeah, no, we are going a lot longer guys. than that. Yeah, we both do play by play. We both are covering teams out of market and know more than just hockey. Like we're going more.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, and I, I tweeted you that that grizzlies Sweet. style jersey it was it's sick but yeah awesome yeah no this has been a lot of fun again anything else or oh actually i just had this one more thing <laughs> okay. and again i i didn't get to see every part of it because i was back at work this week but there was canucks news this week nikita triampkin oh is he coming back <laughs> no he's not <laughs> just with that reaction you don't want him man
1: back. i can... <laughs> Because, like Anton Rodin, I went all in on this fucking guy. And I was like, and, and you know, and I still think Anton Rodin was a better player. He yeah. was just injury real. Like, he was one of the most talented Europeans, you know, in his prime. And yeah. I, I 100% I, yeah. still stand by that. But yeah. his knees just got torn up and he couldn't do it at the NHL level. Triampkin, I was all in on him as a prospect. Yeah,
0: I'm not anymore.
1: I don't give a f- fuck about this guy <laughs> if he wasn't over whatever six eight no one would care
0: yeah because he's not absolutely. that
1: great of a hockey player
0: yeah i know like we haven't really seen much of him in, a, in the khl but yeah it's it's true but that's another
1: thing all these like armchair gms on twitter he's big he's fast he can move the puck like fuck off how many khl games have like, you watched he's I'm been like, benched throughout the year he got his um, captaincy stripped like come on man yeah
0: that was a big one when he got the captaincy stripped and like i don't, we don't need like knucks I almost said we the Canucks don't need a second <laughs> the Canucks don't need a second Tyler Myers.
1: No, but look at it I mean if if he comes in on a a, a cheap deal and you know the Canucks can't re-sign Tanev. They can't resign. They can't keep Stetcher. I yeah. Hope they keep St- I fucking love Troy Stetcher. Yeah, I do too. I, I he's have a friends, honey badger. Out I have there. friends
0: that are like best friends with oh, him. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you got to get him on the fucking sticker ring podcast. Uh, I man.
0: could try. I could see what I can do.
1: Um, yeah. but uh, you know, if they really, if they need a body there, then sure, give him a chance. But honestly, if, and this is me being armchair GM, these are my my thoughts mm-hmm. on it. Give him a chance to move him because he's he's not a Vancouver Canuck. Yeah, like he doesn't even like being in Vancouver because it no. smells like the marijuana. If you have a chance to, it, like, he's still ship him to Washington.
0: <laughs> yeah, trade him. <laughs> trade, the rest get of the for him. Get something for him. That'd be nice. Get something for him. Oh my god, Ovechkin, Triampkin, Semin, and Kovalchuk, run and show.
1: Not That'd Semin, fucking Kuznetsov, because Semin. He sorry, wore out Sem- his welcome there,
0: Semin. Yeah, yeah, that was a minute, Semin. Yeah, yeah, Kuznetsov. That's right. Yeah. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Russian train.
0: Oh yeah, man. What a time this has been. Thank you so much. Thank you so much much for joining us on the King's Den. This interview will be on YouTube as well, according to Isha. So check it out on this episode of the King's Den, but also on YouTube if you want to see our faces. I don't know if you want to or not, but like, hey, it's your choice.
1: We got pretty face. We got pretty faces. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't shaved today. Like you're, you're, you're looking a lot more. No, I haven't shaved for a few days either, but yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, like I said, I'm half Persian, so I don't shave for two days and this is. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone, you can follow me at VI sports talk more, more active on Twitter. Now that I'm settled up in union Bay started to really go ham on my Instagram at VI sports talk underscore. And then of course at the soda pod and the hockey podcast network at hockey pod net on all social media.
0: Again, Isha, thank you so much for joining us here on the Kings Den. Anytime, thank you. Man. Thank Go you. follow him. Thank you guys. Appreciate Stay it.
1: safe, everybody.
0: Thank you. Once again, my thanks to Isha for once again joining us on the Kings Den. It's always so much fun to talk to him. Don't forget, and like this, this pod, the whole Hockey podcast network would be, would be nothing without him and Dylan. So definitely check out Isha. Of course, as you know, he does his work for the Soda Pod. So check him out as well at the Soda Pod at Vi Sports Talk on twitter this has been episode 53 of the kingston thank you so much for joining us this was so much fun there was so much to talk about it was such a great conversation with isha again almost an hour with him it's so much fun to talk to him again don't forget to follow the kingston on twitter at the kingston thpn don't forget to follow me your host jordy cunningham on twitter at cunningham jordy don't forget to follow us on Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Like we just said, this interview between me and Isha will be going on YouTube as well, so check that out at the Hockey Podcast Network. And check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all our exclusive podcasts there, and Thursday episodes there. This has been episode 53 of the Kingston. Thank you so much for joining us. We will talk to you on next Monday for episode 53.